go. Jonathan Darling, great to see you, my friend. How are you? I am wonderful, man. I, it, I am doing, I'm doing incredible. Uh, it's, a, it's a great morning. Um, yeah, man, really excited to be on here talking with you again this week, my, my brother from another mother. Yeah. Why are you what so good, you, mate? Man? Huh? Why are you so good? Uh, dude, it, it's, um, man, it's lots of things. Uh, this week was an incredibly uh, great week and, and um, just I'm really, really excited. Um, I don't know, man, it's just, it's just been a good one. Had a good week with the family a good week at work and um you know it is uh, all types of things I'm, I'm turning on facebook uh on my phone that way i can i can help see questions as well but yeah man it's it's been it's been a really good week and we can we can dive into it a little bit um what about you man what's what's the week been like what's how are you today? So I have earned these tired eyes. I was just saying to you a minute ago about my back. My back is sore. I've, I feel like I've aged 10 years just by having a sore back. So I am, and we're not getting sponsored for this, but I'm definitely going to go buy one of those Theraguns that you've just talked about. Oh, it like, I know. Yeah, we just talked about it. So uh, we, we bought this thing off of, off of Amazon because they were having a, a sale on it. And, you know, you see advertisements for these Theragun things, these you know, massage guns everywhere. And so I bought one and I've been so sore. I've been training a lot. You know, I've got a 50 mile race coming up in November. So I've been, I've been training a lot more um, and running a lot more. And uh, so, so I asked my wife, I was like, we've had it for weeks and I've used it on my neighbors. I've, 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 you know, massaged my kids, my wife. I've not gotten to, to experience it yet. And except for like, I've done my, my legs myself. And so I was like, babe, like, can you, you know, can you do this for me? And so I laid down and <laughs> I did, like, it, it felt awesome. Like she turned it all the way up to like the top, like the top setting 30 and like, she's like grinding on my back. Well, then she hits like my glutes and my hamstrings mm -hmm. and I'm really ticklish there, <laughs> really ticklish there. And so I have not, uh, and it's probably part of why I feel so good. I have not laughed that hard, just uncontrollably for, I think for a while. And I was just, I was just laughing my head off and uh, yeah, it, it, I feel incredible right now and ready to go run later, but it was awesome. That's amazing. I, oh, what I want to acknowledge as well is you uh, posted this week about your grade results. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Not too Thank bad you. for a guy that had all this funk going on about not being, you know, an MBA student and all that. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, man, it was it was it was interesting. This uh, this class, uh, it's my fifth class so far, and I, you know, I still have like seventeen. Um, uh, thanks, Abby. Abby says I can hear your voice, Jonathan. I appreciate that, Abby. Amen. You know, uh, this is my fifth class. I've got like seventeen more months to go. Um, and this was one of the first classes, it was managerial economics. And, um, you know, I, I have not really ever tried a lot on the, uh, on the mathematical side of things or like on the number side of things. Cause it's just not, it's not how my brain processes stuff. I view things very differently. I, I don't like looking at numbers and all of those things, although that's a part of what I do. Um, 
And it was a challenging, challenging class. It was really hard. And I felt like I wasn't grasping a lot of things. And on our very last project, um, we had to run these simulations. Uh, and I, I had an 88 in the class. So I had like a, I had a B. And I had to run, we had to run these simulations and, and show our work through different calculations and stuff to get the most profit. We were pretending we were rental car people and renting cars and we had to get the most profit for a year. And so I ran the simulations and I did things totally opposite of how the professor said that we were supposed to do them. And then I write this five page paper and I don't put, I don't show my work at all, which is something he said we are supposed to do. So, and here's the thing. It wasn't that I didn't, I, I, I just was like, oh no, I'm not going to do it that way. It's just, I did it the way my brain works and that I, and I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And so he says, uh, I, I'm like, I'm totally nervous. I've got an 88 and I'm thinking, okay, I can like, if I can just get like a 70 on this, I can keep a B because you got to keep a certain grade point average, uh, in grad school. And so, uh, so I submit it. So yeah, so Wednesday we get our grades and, uh, I got a 93 on the paper and in the paper. Uh, and I did, man, I had prayed about it. I was like, all right, God, like, here you go. Like, <laughs> let's, let's just, you know, there you go. And, uh, on the paper, it was funny. the 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 professor, Dr. Mulford, he said, uh, "He said, well, you didn't do anything really that I asked you to do, <laughs> but your results were really good." He was like, "I'd love to tell you where you screwed up, but you didn't show any of your work mm -hmm. like you're supposed to." He said, "But you explained your your thought process so well in your paper that that I was able to fully understand why you made the decisions that you did." So I decided to give you a 93. <laughs> and so it was just, uh, it was, it was really cool to, to have that happen. I love that. I love that. Congratulations, mate. Yeah. So why is your back hurting? I think I maybe just had a bit of poor form on some stuff, maybe some um, bent over rows and I don't know. I, and then I, got to a point where I've probably been sitting in the car too long and, and then I went to a chiropractor to fix it and then I think it's got worse before it's getting better so yeah oh well I mean, at least you look good though <laughs> you're biased I am I am very... <laughs> so what is so what is your what has your week been like other than being sore what's I mean give us uh something I start out with my team we did my my team we do huddle calls every Friday where we get mm. together and uh, one of the things we start out with, and, and you kind of mentioned it of mine, but we start out with wins. So what's a big win for you this week? Big win for me. Do you know what? I am, I'm doing a little bit of consultancy work with a different police force. And I'm trying to get my head around the fact that so they're, they're paying me, right, to do this work. And yet they are almost at every occasion thanking me for the work that I'm doing and the difference that I'm making. And it's just like, it's just like, it's a little bit alien. It's what it's the leadership that we kind of pre preach and talk about, you know, don't let any work go unnoticed, but I'm kind of going in with zero expectations. I'm not an employee. I'm doing some consultancy and they're like, honestly, Ryan, this is making such a difference. We, we wouldn't be here without you. And I'm just like, 
I'm like, wow, like, like this is this is powerful stuff. And and yet, and and I and I try not to be all ha 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 about it, like because my old organization didn't do that at all. You know what I mean? And and it's just this, yeah. it's like, wow, this is this is the real power of the leadership that we talk about. Are you are you? Um, and I know we we've talked about it before a little bit. Are you? Are you able to accept those compliments with that? Yeah. Yes, because I I just know that my 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 stuff works. I know that I help people. No no more reason than simply because I try. I try and I intentionally. You know what I mean? It's not like by accident. Yeah. Um, and not in an arrogant sense of the way, but it's because I make such an effort to try and make a difference. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's a good win. And, and it's, uh, does it, does it give you a sense of validity of, of, of like, man, what I've, what I've been believing, what I've been studying, what I've, what I've always felt is the difference in, in leadership and, and, and what makes people able to perform at their best. Does it, does it give you some validity there to, to all the work that you've done? It's one of those things that um, I feel that sometimes you need to leave your comfort zone to go and, is it the comfort zone? I don't know. So I shared a post recently about, um, there's a story about Jesus and his return to Nazareth. And in that story, it talks about um, he was, the prophet was never really accepted or believed in his hometown. Um and, and and that's kind of how I felt really. Like I've had to just accept that I just need to go and do my stuff elsewhere because some people that have seen you grow up that know who you used to be, they, they probably hold on to this image of who you were and, and, and you growing makes it feel like they haven't. And it, it, the scripture finishes up with just, he simply did very few miracles there. It's not like he gave up. It's not, he just, he just didn't use his strengths and his gifts and his miracles for those that just didn't believe in him, he, yeah. he went around and, that, and that's exactly how I feel right now. I feel like I'm serving my face off for people who already believe that I, I'm able to help them. And yeah. the energy and, is crazy. And isn't that funny? Uh, and I'm going I'm to send you this. I was actually listening to uh, my wife sent it to me on my drive home on Wednesday. I was listening to a sermon by uh, a pastor in North Carolina. His name's Stephen Furtick and he's wow. young your wife shared it and i was listening to the very sermon last night in the bath because she shared it really the yes. uh the one uh you're uh, i'm not who i thought i was uh-huh. and it and it, it he had a quote in there and and i loved it it said don't let other people's thoughts determine who you are mm-hmm. and and it and it's interesting even to you like you're like you're seeing it now you're like you know you and you mentioned it like all these people who have seen you grew up they know your past they know who you were and, and it's interesting that that those people don't always see the transformation, mm-hmm. or they don't believe the transformation, and and how much so that as we have changed, we allow we allow those opinions of other people to almost convince us that we're that that we haven't changed, or we try or, or we we allow it to convince us of who we are. Um, and it and it's and it's so that it was that was so interesting to me, um, and, and the whole message was was great, and the and the concept of, 
you know, uh, the, the lady she thought, so she went and she, you know, she felt, she thought she went like, and, and his whole progression there. And I, I just thought it's, that's so applicable to so many things. Mm. Um, and he also talked in that seven quite a lot about people being just, um, described by their position. Yes. And how that's just irrelevant or, you know, and that, and how, um, how she was described by her illness and, you know, how we had so many labels for who we are or who we think we are. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the, this person or I'm the out of shape person yeah. or I, you know, I'm known as a person who always wants to get in shape, but never gets in shape or <laughs> I'm the person who wants to be this, but, or, and, it, and it's, and it's so interesting because, uh, you know, at Impact Knoxville last year, Dr. James Williams talked about labels and, um, the, and the way to live, uh, shout out to Dr. James, um, the way to live a limitless life is to not allow the labels that others want to put on us to define who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. In, um, so, you know, I interviewed John Gordon. Um, in, in his new book, the garden, he talks about, um, the spiritual warfare that's going on. And he said that if you cut open a brain, you can't find a thought. He says, you can't find a thought. So a thought is a very much of a spiritual kind of thing. Um, and he says, would you choose a negative thought? And I guess the majority of people will say, no, I wouldn't choose a negative thought. And then what he says is that your thoughts do not come from you and that you can get, you know, positive, nice, good thoughts from the source, from the light. And then you've got the negative, the doubt, the discouragement, the, the lies, the distortion is the darkness. And when we can hear that in our minds, we can then separate ourselves from our thought, know that we are not our thoughts. And like, you know, we can, shh, not today, devil, not today, my friend, you know, yep. yeah. Yep. Well, and, and even this, uh, um, Furtick was talking about it, that our thoughts don't choose us. Hmm. <laughs> We choose our thoughts. And, and I, I forget there's a, uh, somebody, somebody who's watching this, I, I think it would be interesting. I think it's, we have 30,000 30, thoughts a day. Somebody, if somebody's watching this, because I'm pulling up on Facebook, I want to say that we have 30, we have, we, we have 30 something thousand thoughts a day that come into our head. They just come D due to sensory perception or what, whatever it is, what we see, touch, feel, hear, you know, all those things. But these, these thoughts are coming to our head because of our central nervous system and, and how we're viewing the world, our perspective on the world. But it's ultimately up to us to choose which thoughts we allow to manifest in the feeling, which then manifests into action. That we don't, that we don't have to choose. We don't have to let thoughts dictate our feelings. Mm in our actions um a lot of times we do because we think well i can't control that you know that's just how i think well maybe that's because that's how you choose to think mm -hmm. you you choose that thought and your thoughts dictate your beliefs and your feelings which then dictate the actions that you take towards the world and you asked me um you asked me about that. You asked me what's like, I, I've told you I've had such a great week. And, and before we went live, you were like, what is that? Well, so I've been 
like just full transparency, there's been a lot of negative, negative thoughts that I've had around like my, my job and, and what I'm doing right now, because it's, um, I get frustrated about a lot of things and, um, you know, so this week I had to travel to my corporate office in Louisville and was having a strategic planning meeting with several of, um, the other guys in, in leadership in my, in my channel. And, you know, I, where before I had, I had been just, I had been speaking negatively about my work. I'd been speaking negatively about my company. Um, I, I went there um, with an attitude of this is going to be an incredible time. I, I am going to enjoy the, the time that I get to spend with these, with these men that I, I, I really do like, and I really do value. And, and, and they, they're, they're great guys. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to value that time with them. Um, I'm going to come, I'm going to come as a light bringer hmm. and with an attitude of gratitude and, 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 and just, um, man, the, the whole, the whole time, even in the moments that I got frustrated, I said, I was like, nope, no, 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 no. I'm not going to choose frustration. I, and it's funny, my wife and I started a, um, uh, the pastor that I met out in Phoenix, him and his wife do like a, uh, a marriage, um, class type thing that they, they work with, with married folks. Um, and so as soon as I got back from Phoenix, uh, not that my wife and I's marriage is, is in a bad spot at all, but like, I mean, we work out to get healthier. So, and I've always been like, oh no, like we don't need help, you know, but so, so, but I was like, okay, no, like, you know what? I'm going to invest in my marriage. So let's, I'll pay the money. We'll do these five weeks. Right. I think Danny Silk calls it keeping your love on. Yes. Oh, look, oh yeah. Kylo, man. Kylo. <laughs> uh, so, um, so we did that. Uh, so we started Wednesday and uh, Pastor Tommy Hunter and his wife, Michelle, um, they're a great follow on social media too, by the way. Um, lots of shout outs today. But said, um, you need to have an attitude um, of I get to. Mm. He said, and they, and they called me out and he said, John, if, um, if Daring was to be gone tomorrow, right? Not, not speaking that over, but like she was to be gone tomorrow. You would no longer get to load the dishwasher for her. Mm -hmm. You would no longer get to make the bed for her. Mm -hmm. You would no longer get to go to the grocery store for her. And all of those things that you say you have to do, you don't, you wouldn't get to run the, the vacuum to clean the carpets for her. And all of those things that you say you have to do now, hmm. you would wish that you could do them for her. Hmm. And so I went, and so I'd, I'd learned a little bit of that when I was in Phoenix. So, so I went to work this week going, I get to go to my office and be around my coworkers. I get to invest in them from a strategic leadership standpoint. I get to hear their thoughts and their concerns and their frustrations. I get to be a part of fixing that. And, and man, it, 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 it really is. It has drastically changed 
um, it drastically changed my mentality this week towards, towards that. And it, and it's, you know, like last night, my, uh, Alex had football practice and it was raining and, and I mean, it, you know, like no part of me really wanted to go out into the rain and, and be help coach football. What but, type of football? American football, <laughs> American football. Uh, yeah. and so, but I said, no, I get to go st- play in the rain. I get to go and work with my son to get better at this sport that I love so much. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's just, um, I mean, we talk about it a lot, man. And, and, and I, I think I lost it for a little bit of how much our attitudes dictate, um, dictate our environment and our atmosphere. And uh, I had, I had not been, I had not been creating a great atmosphere for anyone that I was around for a while. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ultimately in control of, of that thought. I either have to do this or I get to do this. And it's, it's my choice that I get to do these things now. I can't stop looking at your bookshelf. Oh, there's so many things on it. (laughs) There's so many things. Uh, I, I just, uh, started a new one. It takes what it takes. Takes what it takes. Who's that by? Um, really, really cool book. Um, yeah, man. Uh, here's one you might like. Start with why. <laughs> yep, oh, no. Have you ever heard of Simon Sinek? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I have. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, How to lead when you're not in charge. Yeah. It's a really great one. Power moment. Simon Sinek again. The Infinite Game. Yeah. Uh, a man's search for meaning. Ooh, good one. Yeah, man. I got my, you know, it's funny. Five years ago, um, I didn't have a single book to my name. (laughs) I didn't read it all. Mm -hmm. And I I tell you what, man, it's. um, What changed? Um. One, and it's funny, I mentioned it a little bit um, on, on my LinkedIn post about my grades. Um, I used, uh, to, not be- I used to not believe that I was smart. Oh, yeah. And I did not believe that, my, that mentally I, I, um, I was capable of learning and growing. Um, hmm. But then... Uh, I kind of became obsessed with like Navy SEALs and, and high performing military, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, uh, people, mm-hmm. uh, soldiers. And I started reading some books and I was like, oh, okay, like I really enjoy reading these books. Um, and then I, and then I started, you know, I started reading some different leadership books uh, because a lot of those guys would talk about leadership and, yep. um, and, and now, man, like I, I love, I love to read. Um, it opens up, it opens up my creativity so much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. So it's, it's crazy. The, uh, you know, just thinking about it, just the, the great responsibility we have as, as people and individuals to, to, as you would say, to show up, have fun, and do your best. 
and come with that attitude consistently. Um, man, I, I'm telling you, it just, it, it, it can change, it can change your families. It can change your work environment. It can change. It, 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 it's, it's such a positive, powerful tool. Mm. Got a few people watching. I'd love to know what questions they've got for, for either of us. Yeah, we've got a we've got a few on there. Lots on Mitzi on, Rebecca, Abby, Bill. You know, the Keeping Your Love On by Danny Silk. He does another uh he know he does another great uh kids on purpose. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Is that so, what you're gonna say? Sorry, I shouldn't finish your sandwiches, should I? I mean sentences. Yeah. We finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Um Thanks. <laughs> so uh yeah, man, loving your kids on purpose. It's I, I sometimes Daring and I go back and we're like, man, we really need to like mm. really need to re-listen to that because you, you it's really easy to fall out of it mm -hmm. a little bit, but it's so good so good anybody on there if you if, if you guys don't know who Danny Silk is uh, he's a pastor he does a lot of stuff and um, his loving your kids on purpose um, is all based around giving your helping your kids understand the power of choice and and being able to empower them so that as as we are raising adults because we're not raising children as we're raising adults they feel empowered to make choices and and to make the right choices um and understand that that you know going back to even attitude that that it's their choice you know so it's so powerful not easy to implement no it, it, it takes that time space and accountability to or, or even the willingness to look and go oh yeah i fell short there yeah or even like the oh man I know, I know what choice they need to make. <laughs> if I just make it for them, it's going to save them a lot of grief. But no, nope, <laughs> let them make the choice. And then, all right, let me ask you this. So it's, in, so it's interesting, interesting segue. So we understand that teaching our children the power of choice and how to, and how to be responsible for their own choices, it's, it's drastically important. but it's really hard. Yeah. How do you, where do you think that concept comes in? Hi, Brooke. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. What did you, what you snacking on? What are they? Um, Pringles. Pringles. Pringles? You don't like Pringles, do you? <laughs> you know, my, my daughters love Pringles. We're, we're all gonna have a big play date next year, aren't we? Yep, it's gonna be fun. Would you like to say anything before you go? Um, yeah. Practice makes. Progress. Practice makes. Progress. Practice makes. Progress. You're Brooke Hartley, and you are unstoppable. Unstoppable. <laughs> Eating Pringles. I love it. <laughs> Do you want to sit on my lap, or are you gonna go out now? You're going to Dawlish. You're going. <laughs> we're going to we're going to the beach tomorrow. Oh yay! That's fun, Brooke. I saw a video of your.
incredible singing in your concert that you put on what looked like what in your in your living room yeah is that where you were at what were you singing rice like a it's like a phoenix. Really Can you sing it now? Got got ten seconds? Rise like a phoenix. I like the anxious love and gent. Revolution you were once. Once I transformed. Once I reborn. I rise up to the sky. In the I'm gonna fly and rise like a phoenix. <laughs> I love the air shifting I love it. There you go. Done? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Thank you. Can you say bye now? Bye. <laughs> I love it, Brooke. All right, see you in a bit, baby. Bye. bye. <laughs> you shut the door for me. Oh. I love you too. <laughs> uh, Abby asked a question. Any tips for engaging the kids with mindset? Any tips for engaging the kids with mindset? Two things. One is we make it a part of who we are. So I remember, um, I remember, I remember saying to Corey this this essence of who a Hartley is like redesigning reshaping you know kind of my association with like um upbringing and the name hartley and father and so i've really been conscious with my parenting to rebrand recreate what it means to be a hartley and i just had this sense of we're hartleys and we help people and um again Corey was trying to get his shoes on for school at the start of the day once and um and i again like empowering him to do it himself it's like a case of no, come on, buddy, you do it. You you stick your shoes on. You're perfectly capable. You you don't rely on, on me to help you. <laughs> and he turns around and goes, Dad, we're Hartleys and we help people. <laughs> so I think there's a there's an element there around the mindset is 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 linked to this sense of identity. Call it culture if you like, you know, this sense of who we are at our core. And then secondly, is you've got to try and make it as fun as you possibly can got to try and make it fun like when i just did it then practice makes progress you know try and make it fun um and and yeah that that's kind of double end of the spectrum identity and fun what about you yeah. oh, well one so it's interesting so in our sessions with pastor tommy and his wife um wednesday night in our first session he said uh um we need to live by the mantra team darling and it's funny because it immediately made me think of you mm. Um, and that we are, we are one, we are a team. Mm -hmm. And you know, he was specifically talking about it with, uh, with my wife and I, mm -hmm. and that, and that, you know, we, we are two individuals who, and, and most of the time in marriages were people who try to live two individual lives. Like we try to be two individuals versus we know that when we get married, we become one. And if you're one, but you're trying to be two, you're creating divisiveness. Uh -huh. And so you need to be one. Yeah. But about that as as the entire family as well, like like you and I both have have had legacies um, in our lives that have passed down not the most positive mm -hmm. um, 
feelings when it comes to who we are, who our family is. Mm -hmm. And that uh, by saying team darling, I love the way you put it. You get to rebrand what it means to be a darling. And, and in pastor Tommy's words, he said, um, I get to create a new legacy, Mm. to create a new legacy of what it, of, of what it means to be a darling. Mm. And that that the that the story that has been lived out thus far is over and we get to start a new story mm. and I, I think that's incredibly important is, especially when you know knowing the background of Alex and, and him moving in with us and those types of things and the and and the story that has been told so far like mm. we're uh, July 29th uh or uh, August 29th we're doing a um uh a gotcha day for Alex mm-hmm. and a party to celebrate uh, the one year anniversary of, of, of him, of him becoming a part of our family wow. and the day we got him. So it's his gotcha day. And so we're, we're celebrating that, but um, I agree. I think, I think it's the, it's the deciding of, of who you are as a family unit and, and what it means to be within that family unit. Um, that rebranding, like the we're Hartley's and we, and we help people. Um, you know, the darlings, we, that's something that I've been thinking about a lot this week. What does it mean to be a darling? Mm. uh, One of the things that I say to my kids a lot is I don't expect perfection. Mm. No one can be perfect. I don't expect perfection, Mm -hmm. but I expect effort. Yeah. That we should give effort in everything that we do. Yeah. And, And this is, this is something that, when you're a parent for me around that culture and environment it, it, it's it's unwavering so for me now lisa sometimes thinks i'm i'm a bit kind of too and i need to chill out sometimes but if Corey does not give his best on crash team racing like mario kart if he like loses and he gives up i'm like mate that is not who we are that is not what we do and like lisa might look at that and go it's a computer game Whereas I'm just dealing with this sense of cult, this attitude of a human being that says, if, if you're not winning, but you're doing your best, that is, and, and almost try and big it up as big as winning because I'm not interested in winning. I, I think winning is the end result of, you know, but if you're going to cry because you're coming second, mate, because your dad has kicked your backside. Because <laughs> again, and here's the other thing, I'm not competitive but I believe in hard work and I believe in the fact that when Corey and Brooke ever beat me, they'll have earned it. And, and that might seem over the top. It might seem ridiculous, but that's just, that's just this guy. <laughs> Maybe see, take care. Good to see you. But, um, but that's it. That, that yeah. is it for me. And it's, it's about character. It's about human being. And the, so Richard Branson says, was asked about his legacy. And they was asked about his legacy of Virgin and all the things that he'd done. And he said, oh, my legacy will be by judging me by the quality of my children. Yep. You know, it's last night we had our first American football practice, uh, you know, during, you know, coming back from COVID and, and it was helmets only last night. And so none of these kids have ever played with helmets. Most of them, you know, Alex, especially. And we've got one coach, uh, on our team. He's our defensive coach. He's, I think he thinks he's coaching in the NFL. <laughs> Very intense for U9, you know, kids, you know, 
third graders, you know. And so we get there, Alex gets his helmet on, and and we 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 go out to the warm-up line and and coach John is like, well, let's go and run when I say it's ready. Like, you know, and he's like, I mean, you know, he's he's coaching Tennessee, you know, college football. And uh Alex turns around, runs straight back to me, takes his helmet off, and is in tears. He goes, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, and, and now, Grant, I probably should have been a little bit more caring. <laughs> but in that moment, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm also a coach out there. And I said, get your helmet on, get your butt back out there. We don't quit. And, and, and here's the thing, darlings have been known to be quitters, have been known to be quitters. Um, I've seen it all throughout my family. Everybody quits. When it gets hard, people quit. And that is one of those, um, that is one of those chains that is no longer attached to our family and who we are. Because I don't care how, how hard it gets, we don't quit. And, you know, last night we, you know, and it's, and it's interesting, probably about a 20, 20, it was a two hour practice, about another 20 minutes later, Alex came up to me, he goes, I love this. <laughs> right. The, the, the joy and the love and the excitement is always on the other side of adversity. It's always on the other side of what we, of what scares the ever living hell out of us. But for darlings, many of us never made it past what scared us or challenged us. And, you know, like, and I, you know, I did, I was just like, no, like, bro, we don't, we don't quit. Get your butt back out there. And, and then even at a, at another point in the practice, at the end of practice, uh, they were we, we had them play a game, uh, just uh, sharks and minnows. I don't know if you you know what sharks and minnows are. Um, and Alex fell and he fell and it and he gets up and he's again in tears because he he felt like he he said he hurt his wrist. Now, again, it's because I know my kids, right? It more was a pride and it yep. was a my wrist actually hurts thing yeah. so he comes walking up and and he started walking over to me and and again I'm in the you know I'm in the midst of practice with 21 other children Do, and I said nope go get go, go get on the line and get ready to go like go and it's totally different than how my wife would well I don't know daring's pretty tough she would probably do the same thing but it's, it's not a lack of compassion um, because I, I, I believe the same thing you do. Like if, if it, it is a, it is that I want them to learn that you can push through so much more and you have so much more to give than what you give yourself credit for and that you can handle so much more. And after practice, I came up to him and I was like, Hey bud, I'm so proud of you. How's your wrist? How are you doing? Like, and he was fine. And I was like, I'm so proud of the way that you pushed through. See, we often, we often coddle the challenge 
when we should be celebrating the overcoming. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's always my focus is, I, like, I know that it's going to be hard, but we are going to celebrate like crazy once you overcome it. Mm-hmm. The effort that you put into overcoming it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's the mindset that I put, that I try to instill in my kids is that, look, this is who we are. This is how we operate. We don't give up. We don't give in. We always push hard and we always give effort. And that it doesn't matter what the outcome is. I don't care what the outcome is. I care how much effort you put into trying to achieve the outcome that you want. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Should we wrap it up? Sure. Spiders and flies. I don't know what that means, Bill. It's another version of sharks and minnows. Oh, spiders and flies. I like that. I like that. That's good. Um, yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. What's, um, what's your, what's your takeaway from, from this conversation? What's, what do what do you want to leave the people with for the next week? So you and I came on this conversation completely unstructured. And I think this plays out two things. One is the value in connecting with good people and you just never know where the conversation might take you, but it's all positive and inspiring in some way with a good reflection and then secondly is we've brought other people into that and it's enabling even just in the intention. I think it's just simple. This word intention, we've set the intention to have a good conversation. We don't really know where it's going to go. People have joined. They're going to benefit from that too. And I think if people can go out with the same level of intention to seek out good conversation with good people, share that with other good people, then who knows where that might take us? Who knows what thoughts that that might generate? Who knows what connections now might happen as a result of some of those comments and people joining this stream. Yeah. I love that. You, you're a wordsmith. You just don't hear very many English accents. Well, you just, you just say some things sometimes and I'm just like, man, like you're just like, I love, I love that. I love the idea of like, stop trying to go out and make every interaction planned yeah go out with the intention of connection uh I, it, and it's interesting i'll 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 say this and this and this is what i learned there's a difference between communication and connection right yep what do you think the difference is well so someone someone cuts you off in the car park <laughs> To steal your parking space, right? Car park. That's what you call it, right? Your parking lot. In your parking lot. <laughs> somebody takes your, somebody scoots right in front of you and takes your space in the car park. This is communication. It's not positive communication. Bethan Laker is very familiar with that form of communication. <laughs> yes. I've received it from Bethan. Uh, <laughs> she, but, but that's communication. Communication can be both can be positive and, ne- and negative. Connection is always going to be positive. Connecting with someone is always going to be positive. And when you connect with someone, you take that relationship, that interaction to a, to a whole different level. And, you know, I, I would think uh, to your point, I would say when you go out with that intention to connect with people 
you will be amazed at what what relationships and what how you'll grow and how you'll grow with others so work on i would say you know work on connecting more than mm. communicating happy days love you man abby says that she could listen for hours and i think you and i could talk for hours but um we're gonna uh, we're gonna be physically meeting up in person when covid allows aren't we i'm gonna come across hopefully with the family in um yep springtime it's gonna be great i can't wait we're gonna go do some manly things up in mountains yes we will and we'll do some incredibly fun family things and uh it's it's going to be uh the beginning of a new tradition then you can come here and watch the rugby I look my dream and it will and it will come to reality my dream has always been to come to England to visit London obviously now come come to Bath and uh and 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 go to a soccer match or a football match um that is it's been my dream forever and uh I want to have a beer at a at a at a good pub and then I want to go watch uh, a football match, and um, you know I, I I don't even care about sightseeing. Like yeah, we go see Big Ben or we go see the pal like whatever. Like okay, that's great. Um, I just I just want to go and be in, and I want to play some rugby, Bill. Yes, because I'm telling you, I want to I want to hit and get hit by some people. So. Uh, that's my dream man so it's it's sure you could do it without those pads on i'll be perfectly (laughs) amazing the other thing i didn't really pick up for you was um was this you're preparing for a 50 miler tell me what's on your soundtrack oh so um it's interesting uh uh it's several different things but what I've, i've been playing a lot of a lot more worship music lately yep um, and, and I take my headphones out while I'm, uh, running through the woods and, and I just have my music playing. Um, there's also, uh, and Bill, Bill, this one's for you, bro. Cause I believe you're a champion. Um, there's, uh, Billy, Als, uh, Billy Allsworth or Allswood. Um, and I'll share it. He, uh, he's kind of like a motivational speaker, but he has, uh, a a song on his album. It's not really a song because he's just speaking called Arise Champion. If that won't get you fired up, like, Bill, listen to that next time you go play, next time you go play rugby. You mm. that and you're going to be unstoppable. And you're, you'll love it too. Did you know that Stephen Furtick's got about three or four tracks like Fearless Motivation style? Do do it again is is uh, is one of them on there. I'm stronger, I'm faster. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So if you like if you like that, Billy Allswood, uh, arise champion. Uh, and I mean, and and you'll hear that thing. He'll say, "Arise, champion." That's what I listen to when I like. That is my alarm clock on my phone when I wake up in the morning. Is arise, champion. Happy days. Seems very apt and fitting. Guys, girls, thank you so much for your time coming to spend it with Jonathan and I again. We, we enjoy doing this. Hopefully it's useful.